When you are trying to do everything as fast as possible, we are linking our self-worth to our drive. We are linking our self-worth to our productivity. And when we are there, we will never have a fulfilled life. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker Podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What is up, my sweet friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. Here we, I cannot believe we are in September. I know that this is the most basic thing to start a podcast out with because I've heard so many people say this, but to be honest, I just, every time I'm like, oh my God, it's September. I'm like, where did this year, where did this summer, where did this decade, where has it gone? So... If you're feeling a little bit like that too, know that you're not alone. And happy September. We are in the last three months of the year, which is absolutely baffling to me. And a lot of the times when we are in that last push of the year, if you will, I don't love that phrasing for it, but we'll use that anyway. We can start to get the like, oh my God, I haven't done X, Y, Z. And it can start feeling like everything is a flipping emergency and everything needs to be done right away. And we get that like burnout, stress, underlying, everything's on fucking fire um, feeling in our body constantly. And I know a lot of people right now are gearing up towards like maybe it's starting really getting down into work again. I know a lot of people kind of take a little bit of the foot off the gas for the summer And it can just be a lot at once. I want to do an episode devoted entirely to this emergency thinking. How how to stop thinking like everything's an emergency. It's like you're approaching a task like it's a freaking house fire like and and it just causes burnout it causes so many different things. So I want to do an entire episode devoted just to that because I'm hearing this a lot recently. But before we dive in, let's do some quick little segments. But first, let's do some quick segments. Um, Like we always do, we start off with how did I get in my own way this week, which again, I think is so important to talk about because no one is flipping perfect, including people who are mentors or coaches or um, people others look up to. And I think it's really important for people to talk about you know what? I'm not freaking perfect either. I struggle, but here's how I can use the tools to get past it. And the way I got in my own way this week is I actually went um, to a running store not too long ago. It was time for me to get new running shoes. And I had just this really (laughs) 
terrible experience. I'm not going to lie. And running so precious to me. So this was like, it was like a little stab in the heart, but, um, just very like distant, very like, I, I felt like a burden on the person who I was getting fitted by and kind of being shoved out the door. I was having to like ask questions like, can I take these and go run on the treadmill? And it was like, I guess like kind of, kind of that energy. And I felt that like people pleasing bubble explode in me. Like, why doesn't she like me? Like, what can I do? Like, how can I make her feel more comfortable? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hold on. Like, I am here to get freaking shoes. Like, it is not my responsibility to make this woman like me. And it it was just kind of one of those eye-opening moments because I used to live my life constantly trying to make sure everyone outside myself was taken care of, everyone liked me, everyone was at peace and laughing, and it was exhausting. And I know a lot of people are in this pattern as well. Now, I wish I could say that I realized I was here before I left the store with a pair of shoes. I didn't. I bought shoes that, quite frankly, if, if you have ever run before, you know that like shoes are precious. Like I, I am very anal about the shoes that I pick for running because you're running three, four, 500 miles on these things. Like you want them to be comfortable. So, um, I ended up buying a pair of shoes just cause I was feeling like I needed to rush out the door. And, um, I ended up getting in the car with my fiance who also had a very similar experience with his person who was fitting him. He was like asking him questions like, so are you using these for running? And we're like at a running store. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, he's like, you can also use them for basketball. And I'm just like, it, it, it was nothing against him. It was just kind of like, we, we were in a shoe store in a, in a town that really has like a lot of like triathletes and like, like 0% body fat and like all this kind of stuff. And it was just, it, it reminded me why I moved away from that town. Um, we'll leave it at that. But I, we, we like got in the car and I started going off. I let it like really just affect my mood. And I was like on just this freaking rant of just how I felt really judged, very annoyed and very like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I fell into that people pleasing pattern again. So what we ended up doing is we actually ended up going to a different running store because you're allowed to do that. And we ended up doing that. We had a lovely experience. I got a different pair of shoes and I ended up returning the other ones the next day. All in all, it was not that big of a deal. It's not the situation that was the way that I got in my own way. It was the the falling back into that, oh my God, she doesn't like me. I need to make sure she does. And I just want to call this to attention because I know a lot of people, again, can get into this pattern And I just want to remind you guys, first and foremost, a lot of people experience this. This is not just like you trying to feel like it's you against the world. It is a lot of people experiencing this, but also that it is not your responsibility to carry the happiness of everyone else on your shoulders. I've heard an incredible quote, and I swear to God, this is one of those quotes that I'm like, I want plastered on billboards across the world. And that is, you cannot set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. And that just freaking blew my mind. So that's how I got in my own way. Now, I have two goals to celebrate because it's a big, 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 big week. And um, 
I first and foremost wanted to say, because I posted this on my Instagram and a lot of people commented and were very, very supportive. And I'm just so grateful for you guys if you did that. Thank you. Um, I finished recording my first ever audiobook, which was awesome. And um, to be clear, it was not a book that I wrote. Um, It is a book that a dear family friend has written. She's done several different versions of the book and she's a fan of the podcast. And she reached out to me and she was like, you know, I'm wanting to do this. I want to put it on Audible, but I don't want to read it. Do you think that this would be something you're interested in? And the crazy thing is, is that less than a week, maybe two weeks prior to this conversation, I had been putting out into the world, you know what, I might want to do an audiobook or I might want to do some like voiceover work or something like that. Like I love this podcasting. I love this kind of uh, stuff. And literally it was just the universe just worked so quickly. And we worked together. It was many, many hours in the studio. We were working in this beautiful, wonderful studio downtown. And it was so fun. I felt so fancy. It was great. And it was, but the best part, the absolute best part of this experience was that it really stretched my ability for reading. And I'm not going to lie. If you guys know the podcast, if you know my, my work at all, um, Reading used to be something that was extremely painful for me. I never got diagnosed, but I'm 95% sure I have mild dyslexia. And um, it used to be just a source of absolute terror and anxiety. And I would stop reading because it was just so painful. And then I was listening to audiobooks for many, many years because it was just, I loved learning, but I hated reading because it was just so uncomfortable. And, um, finally I was just like, okay, you know what? Like buckle down, like, let's try this. You want to learn some of these books are not on audiobooks, and some of them you want to really sit down, be present with and absorb. It's time to get over this fear. And so slowly, but surely, please hear me on this perfectionist slowly, but surely it did not happen overnight. I started getting to that point where it became more enjoyable. It became something I found myself being really good at. And then this opportunity appeared and I was like, okay, it's time to learn how to do this in speaking. And I got an acting degree, but that does not mean that I was a good reader, like, or a good, like, reader to speaker. Um, But it was such an awesome experience. And it, it, again, it, it made me grow in so many different areas. So I am extremely grateful. I will let you all know when the book is available. And I'm just, I'm honored beyond belief to have done that. And then my second goal to celebrate is a small goal that actually has not happened yet, but I do believe in celebrating things long before you have reached the finish line. And that is, I am actually going up to the mountains this weekend and totally unplugging. No watch, no phone, no computer, no nothing. Like everything that has a time or a um, a connection to the outer world is going away. And I am so excited And I've never done anything like this fully, like this immersed kind of style. And it's going to be me and my fiance in just a cabin in the woods in the middle of literal nowhere. And I'm I'm so jazzed because I've realized recently like uh, technology has kind of creeped in. I've been doing a lot of work on on the Goal Smasher course, which I'll remind you guys more about in a second. But um, I'm, I'm thrilled. It's so exciting. But I also have been super immersed in technology recently. And I'm like, okay, it's time for a quick detox. And I'm I'm just so jazzed. So I am definitely celebrating this goal before it happens because we have made this plan. We've set it up. We've set ourselves up for success and just absolutely no 
plans when we're there. Like it's just really like all about living in the present moment. So I am so incredibly excited. And yes, I will report next week on how how it goes. Um, last but not least, before we dive into the topic of today, is reminding you guys, <laughs> shock of shocks, about Goal Smasher. It is coming out really soon. I am finalizing the videos right now, and I'm just overwhelmed with pride at how these dub dense these videos are. They have so much information and nuggets in there that really set you guys up for success with your goals. I'm so excited. And if you want to be the first to know about its release, plus, and drum roll please, um, the first 10 people who purchase Goal Smasher are getting a free hour-long one-on-one call with me. And I will go ahead and tell you, spoiler alert, this will never be offered again as a bonus for Goal Smasher. So if you want to be on the list to be one of the first 10 people, make sure you get on the list by clicking the link below. If you have not done this already, but you know that Goal Smasher is something you want and an extra hour with me one-on-one where we're immersing ourselves in your goal, if that sounds like something you want, please, for the love of God, get on this list because it is, again, never going to be offered again. And I'm really excited. Also, the people on the list will know for quite a few days before I announce it to the public, the podcast, everyone. So they're going to have ample opportunity to purchase this course before it's released to the public. So I am super jazzed. It is something that is just my 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 baby right now. And it's my goal setting technique that I've been using for many, many years on any goal, professional, personal, big, small, doesn't matter. But it's one of the reasons that I've done astronomical things in the past few years. So if you have been struggling to follow through on your goal, or if you've been overwhelmed by options and you realize that it's causing you to not take any action, or if you're burning yourself out trying to do 15 goals at once and feeling like nothing's working, I cannot stress this enough. This is the course for you. So again, click the link in the bio, or you can go to lifecoachbaker.com and it'll be the first thing that pops up on there. Are you a perfectionist who has a goal or goals that you're wanting to achieve, but you feel like you have no idea how to get consistently motivated and you keep on saying, eh, I'll do it tomorrow? Or you feel like you're just flailing about trying to do everything and it feels like nothing's working and you're not making progress? Or even do you just feel so overwhelmed on where to start and that's resulted in you feeling stuck and disappointed in yourself for not moving forward? You are not alone. That is why I've created Goal Smasher, my step-by-step goal-setting technique to help you set clear goals, create an overwhelm-free plan on how to get there, plus learning the secret sauce that will take you from totally shitting on yourself to saying, wow, I'm a badass. By the way, this technique is completely free from burnout. The best part is that this is something you can learn in less than a day and put to use immediately. Plus, this is my favorite, you will get lifetime access to use this course over and over and over again with each new goal you have. Goal Smasher is going live super soon and to be the first to know about when it's available, plus getting exclusive bonuses that no one else will receive, visit lifecoachbaker.com or click the link in the description. Now, back to the episode. Without further ado, let's dive into today's topic about basically not treating everything like it's a fucking fire. 
the reason I I wanted to dive into this topic is actually twofold. One, I've been hearing it a lot, and I mentioned that at the beginning of the episode. But the second reason is I was actually doing a talk for my alma mater yesterday. And um, granted, these are like 20 to 22-year-olds. And one of them asked a question that was saying, like, I'm really burnt out. My schedule's so packed. What do I do? And I, I sympathize with that because I know, especially for people who are feeling like their schedule is absolutely packed to the brim and nothing can go and they're just like living life on absolute fumes, it can be really hard to say, oh, well, all you need to do is take time for yourself. And it's like, where? <laughs> like, what do I do? Um, but the actuality of it, and this is what I said to her, is that it doesn't need to be this extravagant like self-care date if you are in that same scenario. Now, if you have the time to take a little bit more time for yourself, please do so. And we'll dive into what that means exactly in just a few. But if you just have five minutes, hell, if you just have three minutes, that can make a world of a difference over time. This is what I said to her. It does not happen overnight. You cannot do a gratitude list before going to bed for three minutes, wake up the next morning, and expect to be happy guru pants. That is not how this shit works. However, if you do it for a week or two weeks, your brain is going to start looking for things to be grateful for throughout the day, which quite literally changes your energy from burnout to present moment gratitude. And I'm not saying that like, oh, and then it cures burnout forever. I'm not saying that. Definitely, if you, when you have the chance to ease your foot off the gas, please, for the love of God, do so. But when you are in those hard push periods, I just want to clarify that it does not have to be like an extravagant self-care time. It can be three minutes of meditation, three minutes of gratitude, a walking to and from class or work or car or your car without anything in between your ears and just letting yourself look for something new around you. It can be so simple, but the key here is getting present. Now, I also heard a quote recently that, oh God, who is it? I think it was uh, Brene Brown. She said, if you do not want to burn yourself out, stop living life like you're on fire. Now, this is very much easier said than done because like I said, there are some people who are in situations where they can't or don't want to ease their foot off the gas or take something off their schedule. Um, I will go ahead and just tell you guys, if you are expecting to live life out of burnout, but you refuse to change anything, you will not divulge yourself from burnout. You will keep going down that path. You have to do something different if you're wanting a different result. It is simple, but it doesn't have to be anything extravagant, but it does have to be something different. Now, I want to talk about burnout specifically when it comes to going after our goals, because I see this so often with perfectionists, is they're trying to do 15, 16, even three goals at once, but they're spreading themselves so thin and they feel like they're doing a bunch of sidestepping. They feel like they're not taking steps forward, but rather they're stepping to the side constantly. And then they get really discouraged because they're like, well, I'm not making progress or well, nothing's working because they're doing so many different things. 
And what happens when we don't have that, oh, I'm not making progress, our brain actually fires off and starts saying, well, it's not working. Our brain lives for progress. It's how we say things are working is by progress. And when we don't have that immediate gratification, unfortunately, in the world we live in, we can get quickly discouraged. We can lose our motivation and that little failure, like you're a failure, chatter starts to come in and just totally takes us off of our path. But I want to make something extremely clear about goal setting. And I talk about this quite a bit in Goal Smasher. We do not go after goals to just check something off of a list. That's not what this is for. If that is what it's for, it's probably because our number one value is like accomplishment or success or whatever. I'll go ahead and tell you, if your number one value is accomplishment or success, you're constantly going to be looking for the next goal, the next goal, the next goal, the next goal. You're never going to celebrate yourself and that, like, it's just bad news bears. We'll do a whole episode devoted to that someday. But we're not going after a goal to just check something off of a list. We're going after a goal to become a type of person. When we have this dream, like when we're like going about our day, do, 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 and we get hit with this like, oh my God, what if I was um, crossing the finish line at a triathlon or whatever? I'll use this example. We're not thinking about it just so I can be like, hooray, I did triathlon. It's because I want to be the type of person who finishes a triathlon, strong, confident, um, following through on things, training, fit, uh, healthy, energized, blah, blah, blah. I want to be that person. I don't want to just do a fucking triathlon. So one of the things I always ask my my clients is, what is the type of person you want to become because of this goal? And it always kind of takes them aback. They're like, what? What? Like, no, I just want to like start a business. And it's like, no, what type of person are you when you have started a business? And they're like, oh, well, um, I'm confident, I have freedom, I have uh, financial abundance, I have all of these things. And that gets them lit the fuck up. So bringing this back to burnout is that when we are just trying to check things off of a list as fast as possible, it's not allowing any of that fulfillment, gratitude, present moment, anything. And rather it's becoming shoulds. It has that pressure filled environment, that pressure cooker, things like you're always feeling behind. And I'm willing to bet I'm adding a lot of people right here. So that's what burnout is, obviously. But what the heck do we do about it? What do we do when we feel that like, oh my God, everything's an emergency. It's on fire and I don't know what to do. It's so counterintuitive and it feels so uncomfortable. But you gotta slow down. I'm, I'm so dead serious. When it feels like everything is on fire, it is not going, and this, I, I piss a lot of people off when I say this. When you are trying to do everything as fast as possible, we are linking our self-worth to our drive. We are linking our self-worth to our productivity. And when we are there, we will not ever, I'm, I've never heard of an instance like this, and I've done a lot of research on this topic. We will never have a fulfilled life. However, when we slow down, now let me be really clear. Slow down does not mean lose your drive. You can have an extremely high amount of productivity and drive and still be someone who does not 
live life like it's on fire. And I'll tell you the difference right here and now. When you're trying to do 15 things, you are living life like everything's on fire. You're trying to check things off of a list. You're trying to catch up because for whatever reason you believe you're behind. Versus if you go after one thing, and I know this freaks a lot of people out, but if you go after one thing, allow yourself to take intentional, strategic action towards that one thing, it will feel like you're slowing down, but you're actually speeding up because you're making more progress towards one thing and able to become that type of person a hell of a lot faster. Now go ahead and spoiler alert, I tell you exactly how to do this in Goal Smasher because it's not as complicated as everyone thinks, but a lot of people are not implementing the strategy that needs to happen in order to do it. So first things first is you gotta let it be okay to slow down. And you gotta rewire that that belief that slowing down equals unworthy. Slowing down equals you won't be as productive, which means you won't be as worthy. Slowing down means that um, you'll lose your drive, which is a lot of us have attached our identity to being driven, to being fast-paced. Those things are not mutually exclusive. It's I know it sounds so counterintuitive, but they're not. You can still slow down, do less things, but make more progress. In fact, I don't know of a situation where you can do more things, feel more frantic, and feel like you're making more progress. It's the exact opposite in our brains. Because when everything's on fire, we are treating everything like it is on fire. Second thing is to let yourself be a beginner. And here's what I mean by that. A lot of the times when we are approaching things like it is the urgency of a house fire, I'm going to stand on this hill until it, it dies. Um, when we are approaching everything like it is on fire, a lot of the times we are expecting ourselves to be masters at things before we have any time to even practice them. So here's what I mean by that. Let's say, for example, I have the goals of starting a business, learning guitar, um, uh, learning karate, uh, what else? Getting 10,000 followers and becoming a multimillionaire. Let's just say that those are my five goals that I'm going after with all the urgency in the world at once. Odds are is because if we are going after things with a lot of urgency and because we are the social media creatures that we are, we expect ourselves to be masters at all of those things right off the bat. And when we're not, we beat ourselves up for it. And we tell ourselves we're not enough, or even we know that we're not going to be a master right away. And that is enough for us to take our foot off the gas. And that is enough for us to say, I'm not going to even try. I've talked about Harry Potter syndrome on here before, but I'm going to bring it up again. A lot of us are, are expecting to find our seeker skill. Meaning when Harry goes to Hogwarts his very first year, He's like, I grew up with a bunch of muggles, so I don't know anything about wizardry, blah, 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 blah. And then he hops on a broomstick and he's like the LeBron James of the wizarding world. A lot of us are expecting to find our seeker skill, our broomstick skill, meaning it's the thing that we do on the first try and we're the LeBron James of that without even having to practice. It's just second nature, if you will. And we've grown up with so many different stories about this 
where it just totally has skewed our reality about what it means to actually be a master at something. It is not just one and done. It is years and hours of practice. So allowing yourself to be a beginner. And actually, here's a really fun combination of the top two. Allow yourself to be a a beginner at slowing down. Because slowing down, like I said at the beginning, it's going to feel really freaking uncomfortable at first. It is going to feel like, what is this? I'm doing everything wrong. My body probably will like try to fight back as much as possible. Um, I know the first time that I tried to slow down, note the word tried there. I've tried multiple times. I finally allowed myself to be a beginner and we're here now. Thank God. Um, But the first time I tried, I remember my eyes started twitching. Because literally, like throughout the day, it would just twitch. And I was like, what's going on? But the reason was is because my body was literally so not used to that feeling that it was revolting. Like it was, it was bad. It was really bad. So allowing yourself to be a beginner at slowing down. And remind yourself that in order to live a different quality of life, remember, you have to do things differently. Right now, going a thousand miles a minute is in your comfort zone, believe it or not. When we are so used to feeling that like constant adrenaline, that constant stress, that constant go, go, go. And especially when we've linked our worth and identity to being driven, we have learned how to make this our normal. It is our standard. And we've learned how to survive in this constant state, but also find self-worth in this way of thinking. We've attached ourselves to this identity, but please hear me on this loud and clear. This life is not sustainable. So yes, this podcast episode is really just one big, like kind of bopping you on the head. Like reminder, this is not the normal way of life. This is not the standard of living, despite what people are choosing to believe. Again, This is not where we find fulfillment. It is not in checking off boxes. It is in slowing down and learning progress over perfection, progress over checking off boxes. When we learn to love, this is so cheesy, but when we learn to love the destination and not the journey, that is when life starts getting awesome. I am literally, I know the ironic ironic nature of this because I am literally a goal coach. I, I coach people on how to, achieve their goals. But one of the top takeaways all my clients leave with is saying, you know what I realized is that I can do a lot more by actually doing less and enjoying my life more. And here's the real kicker. You're allowed to have a life outside of your goals, period. In fact, you're encouraged. And I'll go ahead and tell you again, I know I'm saying this a lot, but this is the premise of Goal Smasher. It is anti-hustle culture. It is not for burnout. It is literally how to achieve your goals with joy, play, fun, fulfillment, and not feeling like you are on fire the whole time. Not in a good way. We love like on fire, like motivation. Woohoo! But I mean like on fire, like you are urgent. Everything is an emergency. The goal of Goal Smasher is so that you can take progress over feeling like you're dealing with house, house fires every day. So I'll go ahead and tell you guys, what are some ways that I am adding slowdown into my life? I am adding breaks in my day, even when I am strongly resistant to. I'll go ahead and tell you guys a story. Yesterday, 
I was working on a bunch of stuff for Goal Smasher. I was doing stuff for clients. It was like I was doing a talk for my alma mater. Um, and it was it was a jam-packed, fun, but a little bit more stressful than I like it to be day. And I was like, okay, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. And finally, I was like, girl, what are you doing? Go outside, look at the sun, not directly, that's bad. Go, I went on a drive with my fiance and I came back and I was like, oh, everything's not as urgent as I thought it was. And I just needed that perspective shift. So starting um, to take more breaks during my day, especially on days where I feel like everything's an emergency, um, not starting not starting work at 9 a.m. and starting work a little bit later or a little bit earlier so I can finish a little bit earlier depending on the day, um, having really slow intentional time in the mornings. My fiance and I were on a run this morning and something was kind of hurting and not feeling super great. And rather than pushing through it, we decided to stop and slow down, be really intelligent athletes. And we actually ended up just holding hands and talking about our weekend, about um, our life and how we love things and how they're going. We're both in the midst of a lot of change right now, um, which can be really scary, but it, it was just, it was really grounding and, and such a beautiful time to spend my morning. Taking a lot of Fridays off, um, being present every single day. This is non-negotiable. I literally have alarms that go off throughout the day that remind me to be present. And each of them reminds me to be present in a different area, I guess. They, they ask me different questions, I'll say that. Um, but it reminds me, get present, get present. You are not living life four years from now or two weeks from now or four hours from now. You're living life now. And a lot of us are pretending like the now does not exist and we're constantly worrying about the future. And especially last thing is not planning more than three to four things during my day. This one, I will be super vulnerable. I'm still learning. This is a hard one, especially when things are a little bit more busy and um, exciting, but definitely a little bit more packed. And sometimes I have to remind myself like, okay, you are not superwoman. Take something off. What can be taken off today? And that has been really helpful. So this podcast episode is going to give you a question, if you will. And that question is, what are some ways that you can utilize the slowdown? What are some ways that you can utilize being a beginner? And what are some ways that you can utilize being a beginner at slowing down? (laughs) And again, if you have a situation where it's jam-packed, you're like, I cannot take anything off. How can you make this easy for yourself? Do not think you have to be a master at slowing down. What can you do that is easy that will set you up for success over time. So I wanna leave you guys with that question. I hope you guys found this episode helpful. Remember that Goal Smasher is coming out and if you want to be the first to know and plus get to be one of the first people to purchase the course, which means again, the first 10 people get a free hour of just one-on-one time with me to like immerse in your goal. We'll work on mindset around it, We'll utilize um, stuff with Goal Smasher, make it even more personalized to you. Um, But I'm so excited for those calls. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, But if you want to be the first to know, please remember, you have to be on that list. So click the link in the show notes or visit my website, which is lifecoachbaker.com. And you guys will be hearing from me very, very soon. I adore you all. I will see you and talk. We'll see you. I'll talk to you. I'll be in between your ears, if you will. Um, after I get back from vacation and I love you all. Remember, take a breath, 
Not everything is on fire and you've got this. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Don't forget to go take the free quiz and find out what perfectionist type you are by visiting the link in the show notes or by going to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash quiz. Also, take a moment to rate the podcast and write a review. It is the best way to get the word out there. Plus, you'll get the chance of having your review read on the show. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.